Welcome to Sports Bass Broadcasting Fake Live Direct on the Reposted Podcast Network. We too will be having an all-star game this weekend and a skills competition. Andrew's participating in the podcasting slam dunk contest. I'll be in the skills competition. He is Andrew Tomahawk Dunk Keller, and I'm Larry Olson, three ball. Cannot wait for the Sports Best All-Star festivities this weekend, Mr. Keller. I'll bet you 10 to 1, whatever amount of money you want to bet that you do not hit the bingo ball. Is it called the <laughs> bingo ball? Which one is it? The the like the red the bonus and white, ball. The bonus ball. I always miss on the bonus ball. Always. Bonus ball. Oh, three pointers. Do you what was the last time you went around the world? The like in thing? one, like in one thing. Yeah. Um, I gotta be honest, I play a lot around the world with my kids. We play a lot of hoops. Yeah. It it's been a bit, I don't know the official date, but I would say within the last year. I went around the world. Wow. I didn't think you weren't ready for that answer, but that wasn't what... ready for that answer. I was ready to pile <laughs> on. Speaking of specific dates, this Sunday, the NBA All-Star Game is going to be happening in Atlanta. And Keisha Lance Bottoms, the mayor of Atlanta, wants to remind you there will be no partying. The game will occur or the whole weekend will be condensed into one day. It'll be on Sunday. We'll have the dunk contest, the three-point contest. There will not be the Rising Stars game. And dubiously, only 18 of the 30 teams will be represented at the All-Star break. I think uh, we're all excited to see what's going to happen. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, what will you be tuning in for, if at all? Listen, in our house, we've got some hoopers. We are extremely excited about Sunday night in the All-Star festivities. Slam dunk and the three-point contest are must-viewing. I, tr- I told my kids, and they're like, I thought we were going to be somewhere. And they're like, we got to record. And I'm like, no, no, no. We don't have to be anywhere. We're going to be live on the three-point contest and slam dunk contest. Well, and the slam dunk contest now this year is not going to have all-stars in it, right? Like it's going to be judged by former Hall of Famers. Oh. Dominique Wilkins, D. Brown, Jason Richardson, Josh Smith, Josh Smith, and Spud Webb. A fun little Spud Webb story is <laughs> he's from Dallas. What? And my brother went to a basketball camp that Spud Webb had his name on. It was after he had won the dunk contest. And as a fun little exhibition at the end of the camp, Spud was going to demonstrate his uh, winning dunk. And he spent about half an hour and never got it. <laughs> I, was, I was there with my mom to pick him up. And I remember watching the failed attempts. I mean, I can't really talk that much trash because... He was one five five or whatever and dunking. I'm six four and I'm not dunking, but uh, there's a little Spud Webb story for you. I was that's like my wheelhouse. I remember when Michael Jordan. I remember Dominique Wilkins. I remember I can't think of the guys from the Nick, the Rocket Man who won. And then Spud Webb comes along and just blows everybody away. I remember Spud Webb, Spud Webb, like it was yesterday. You know what I miss is. Backboard shattering like four times a season. They they put those reinforced backboards in, and so that doesn't really happen anymore. Do you remember when I think it was his rookie year or early on in Shaq's career? He oh, yeah. broke the backboard or broke oh, the yeah. support system. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, that was good. NBA jam, you can still break the backboard, but not really in real life. Anyways, must view for the Olsen. We are very excited about the all-star festivities. I know we kind of poo-pooed it and it's not getting as much buzz. But listen, when, when the lights go on, the Olsons will be around the TV watching the All-Star and dunk festivities. Wow. Well, we, you, we'll be sure to get an update from you next week on all the things that transpired, the snacks you ate, where you sat on the couch, <laughs> and how many I'll, times you went pee. Probably Stromboli. 
but we'll get into that another layer. Did you see the video of the sanitized cam? Very clever. A few of the NBA franchises around the country, as you know, Andrew, are letting a limited number of fans into games. I always, always, always love the kiss cam. It zeroes in on a couple and shames them to, you know, give a big old smooch. Well, the Mavericks had the sanitized cam. It shot out fake squirts of sanitizer to the socially distanced crowd in Dallas shooting squirts of sanitizer. I thought that was very clever. Reminding people to sanitize their hand. I think the <laughs> angle of the story you sent me, though, is it looked like the sanitation was ejaculating onto the hands. <laughs> well, I mean, it does look like that. Yeah. I mean, if that's what it takes to keep your hands clean and safe, that's it. I mean, what the move is, is you 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 get the sanitation on your face from the, from the screen and then you kiss your kiss your neighbor so you oh, get the best oh, of both worlds uh, okay well you, okay I, I was not the way i thought I were, you were going but i like it i like it well the, the sanitation cam is a, a fun thing here's a new little segment that you don't know about yet oh that's the sneaky segment we sneak in a story that larry doesn't know about and we see what oh, happens oh okay the aforementioned Shaquille O'Neal made his all-elite wrestling debut on Wednesday. He was slammed through two tables and loaded into an ambulance because he was incapacitated. He is no stranger to the wrestling world. He has been a guest on the WWE, but uh, all-elite wrestling is on TNT, and so I'm guessing he's part of the TNT family, so he wanted to uh, help out. Two questions. Did he know he was going to get slammed into a table? And number two, did he really go to a hospital in an ambulance? I'm pretty sure he knew he was going to get slammed in the table. Later in the program or later in that TV show, they go to the ambulance and they open the door and he's mysteriously not there. Oh, take it. <laughs> so hopefully Shaquille O'Neal has not been kidnapped. But uh, anyway, we wanted to sneak that in there. Can I just say real quick, then a wrestling tip. We do watch a little professional wrestling in my house, and it's this great interaction between me and my daughter, and she doesn't really know if it's fake yet, and she's always like, look, Dad, that's fake. And I'm like, how is that fake? He's slamming his head into the pile. She's like, Dad, that's fake. And I'm like, he's doing a leg. It's a great interaction. You should be there. Well, the trick with the wrestling is I'm not sh- – I, I mean, it's staged, but it's not necessarily fake. I uh-huh. mean, mankind went through the Hell in a Cell cage, <laughs> oh, yeah. lost teeth. Oh yeah, Brett the Hitman Hart died. So I mean, things 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 happen in the ring. Happen. Anyway, moving on to other sports. Uh, Tom Brady, as we all know, is the seven-time Super Bowl winning quarterback from San Mateo. I think he's from San Mateo. He had his first interview since the Super Bowl, since the Super Bowl parade on James Corden. And the main thing I gathered from that is. He's not that interesting of a person. I, uh, <laughs> if he wanted to come on the reposted podcast, I'd say, hey, can we get Peyton Manning? Um, so anyway, he, he goes on to talk about the, the famous throwing of the Lombardi trophy, and he's a little foggy on it, but uh, here's a little clip from the interview of Tom. First of all, I was not thinking at that moment. There was not a thought. It was, this seems like really fun to do in a... Yeah, so, I mean, it's just a, a fun thing to do. He was a little inebriated. And looking back, where they were in the bay at that point, they were about 80 feet deep. 
so the they would the thing would have gone down 80 feet if uh it had been dropped i don't know he was he was wasted good on him i feel like we speculated on this that they would just have sent like a scuba team down to get the trophy well apparently uh, according according to sources in the organization, <laughs> they would have not gone. They would have just ordered a replacement, which is about $50,000, which oh. would have caused a massive rush on the bay or wherever it was. Because Good point. No Lombardi trophy has ever hit the free market. And so who knows what that would have gone for. Uh, uh, the article I read said, well, James Cameron could have easily found that because he is the director of the Titanic the uh, the blue diamond ocean thing is the reference they made to one other interesting tidbit from that article he's talking about after they won he hugs his kids and then giselle his wife comes up and gives him a big hug and says what else do you have to prove <laughs> he said i quickly changed the subject because i knew what she was getting at anyway tom brady got real drunk good on him so my only question about this is why did Tom Brady in his first interview post the Super Bowl give it to James Corden? Was there like some sort of CBS thing they had to do? I'm not sure why they did that. James Corden <clears throat> is uh, the dark horse for being the next big late late show. I think he's he's the best at getting familiar with people. Um, I don't know why he did it, but he did it. Maybe his agent. Maybe they have the same agent. You know what? That's always the answer. They have the also, same. They need someone. They need someone like James Corden, who's very cordial, to bring out personality. Because Tom Brady does not have much personality, which he doesn't need to have. I feel like you're hating on TB a little bit. Little little hate. Twelve. <laughs> Andrew, we have breaking cheerleading news on Sports Best. The Washington Football Team is discontinuing its cheerleading program. Are they discontinuing their cheerleading program or are they just adding it with they're having guys now? They're adding well, they're guys. basically firing all the females and turning it into a co-ed dance squad as part of a rebranding effort. As you know, Washington started using cheerleaders in 1962 and they became known as the first ladies of football. So it's kind of a big deal that they're getting rid of cheerleaders and then forming this male co-ed dance squad. As you know, the Washington's trying to completely change their brand franchise they're no they're going to be the washington somethings they're getting rid of cheerleaders i don't know if this is just like they're polishing a turd and this is going to help but i mean this is the direction we're going let's get rid of the cheerleaders and maybe better everybody won't think we're the redskins anymore i i mean maybe i i am so woke that i didn't even know that it was all female i just so like i don't really associate cheerleaders with females because guys can cheerlead they they're just rebranding, right? They, they're they not calling them cheerleaders anymore. They're a dance squad. Like, they're still cheerleaders. There's people on the sidelines being like, go team. So good on them. Uh, I don't you know really what? You caught me by surprise, but you're right. I knew you were this woke. I knew that you would not. I, you know, you're so woke. I do that in my I mean, soul. I don't, I don't care who's cheering on the team. If uh, if you want to go, if you want to go to the sideline, if Larry Olson wants to put on a three-piece suit and cheer for the Washington football team, that's great. If Larry Olson wants to put on a speedo and cheer for the Washington football team, that's great. I don't. I mean, I'm there to watch the football game. I don't care who's on the sidelines cheering them on. That's maybe I'm a little uh, stay You're too off woke. my lawn on this one. You're too woke. You're too woke. Let me just simply say though, you remember a couple of years ago, Washington Post had a big story about how the cheerleaders 
or secretly captured changing or something like that by the team. And some of those pictures were used in a calendar and they ended up settling a little bit. So oh, it's yeah. not all great that they're kind of changing the image of their cheerleading squad. Nevertheless. Right. I, well, that wasn't a locker room thing. That was at a calendar shoot and they were risque photos where things are covered and in between shots or different angles, things aren't covered. And that's what the, <laughs> they released pictures of. So it wasn't, 100% peeping but uh, it was a violation of privacy nonetheless don't don't un, don't unveil your non-wokeness by knowing too much about the, the cheerleaders I'm just saying I mean that's that was a story that we did on this show that's why I know about it that's not <laughs> anything we've peppered this show with talks of the Olympics the 2020 Olympics which are still branded as a 2020 Olympics they are set to occur in Tokyo, opening games, opening ceremony is July 23rd of this year. They start the torch relay in Fukushima on March 25th. It's going to hit 47 cities over the course of the next few months and land in Tokyo. There is 11,000 Olympic athletes, about 11,000 Olympic athletes set to be there. Uh, and then later they'll have about 4,500 Paralympics. Paralympians, tens of thousands of coaches, judges, sponsors, medias, VIPs like you and I, but they are talking about not having, allowing international fans to come in, which is a pretty big deal for lots of reasons. Japan's done a really good job of keeping their COVID numbers low, but also the organization committee of the Tokyo Olympics had budgeted an income of $800 million in ticket sales. And so not letting people in is going to be a pretty big hit, not to mention all the other revenue. This is the most expensive Olympics to ever happen. The official cost is $15.4 billion. It might be more than that at the end of the day. I think I know what you're going to say, but do you think uh, Japan should let people in to watch Olympics? Well, I don't know what they should do, but I feel like what we've learned over the last year is that sports can go on. Sports are basically made for TV events now. We don't care if anybody's there or not. We're still going to watch them. And when I first thought about the Olympics, I was like, how could they even be thinking about doing the Olympics? But what we've learned is put athletes there, put a camera on them, and we'll watch it from home. So does is an Olympics an Olympics if nobody's there? I mean, does a tree fall and make a sound? I, <laughs> I mean, even, even if they, let's say they don't let anyone in, there's still going to be a ton of people crowded around the olympic village there's still going to be the olympic athletes swiping right hooking up once they're done performing that's Yo. always a fun storyline to follow but i mean there's a lot of people there anyway i think there's a way to do it safely they're going to make an official determination by the end of the month if they're going to allow people in or not but hawaii did a thing where it's like you have to prove that you don't have covid and we'll let you into the country i mean if you have the money or the desire to get there as a fan, I say go for it. Or we could take our Super Bowl way, where if you uh, if you your ticket goes to COVID donation, and then you can come. I feel like you've officially pushed this week's episode over the PG thirteen threshold. I feel like we were on the PG, and you've just I think you just got to take it just over the PG thirteen. Why? Because the Olympic athletes like to hook up in the village. I, there's just been a number of things where I feel like you pushed us over peachy this week. That's all I'm saying. Well, I would like to say <laughs> that you sent out the lineup today and the second story was an ejaculate story. So we're, we're going to have to figure out what that TV guess, mature. 
I guess to get this all the way there, if you want to watch the Olympics, you can go get the buffet at the Spearmint Rhino with. She's sweeter than a honey bun. I'm a call a honey bun. So uh, I don't know how I'm going to move on here. I feel like in this world, we now can just, everything's just a speed bump and we just keep moving on. Here's the headline. Yankees manager Aaron Boone is taking a leave of absence so he can get a pacemaker. Like, if you need a pacemaker, should you be coaching the Yankees? Shouldn't you just be like, hey, you know, I'm going to take a year and find my chi and come back? No, he's going to get a pacemaker and they'd be right back in the dugout. Yeah, well, also, I mean, I think one of the biggest things about this is he's 48 years old. <laughs> well, he's kind of in your wheelhouse, right? It, it. Oh, I don't need a pacemaker. Well, don't you? Uh, he also, I mean, he had surgery. He had heart surgery years ago, and this is just kind of a over the last few days, he had been experiencing dizziness, and uh, he already had the surgery. It went successful. The Yankees, I think, waited to announce that it was happening until his surgery was done. I think pacemakers. Why not? Why? Who says you have to retire if you get a pacemaker? No, nobody does. But I just feel like it's interesting in this time and frame that we live in. It's like the manager of the New York Yankees took a couple of days off to get a pacemaker and is going right back to the dugout. I just think like, oh, well, OK, sounds good. Put a man on the moon, whatever. I mean, it's a testament to how far we've come medically. I think if you got a pacemaker in the 70s, I don't even know when pacemakers came out, but the beginning stages of pacemakers were probably a bigger deal. And now it's just like an... <clears throat> I don't think it's this, but like we're getting to the point where it's an outpatient surgery where you go in the morning and then you catch the <clears throat> you catch the the second game of a double header, right? To slide into it. You know, one of these days they're just gonna be putting in these pacemakers rectally. You don't even have to go out. They'll just go right up your thing and put it in. When's the last time you took a biology class? <laughs> well, I'm gonna say if you ever get a pacemaker, we will not allow you to be on the sports press show anymore because <laughs> too stressful it's too stressful. Uh. <laughs> well if we have time in 1983 tom brady underwent arm surgery in for louisiana <laughs> oh. so we're looking back 30 years ago a little over 30 years ago tom brady uh went in for surgery in Shreveport, Louisiana for muscle tears in his right elbow. This is not a new story. The actual story is Hall of Fame quarterback Terry Bradshaw went in and got surgery under the alias of Tom Brady, which flash forward 30 plus years is just a cool coincidence. Who knew? How, how did we go this long and not know this story? How are we just learning this now that Tom, uh, what's his name's alias was Tom Brady? Terry Bradshaw? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know, um, but I saw that and I was like, "That's that's awesome." It's uh, was it foreshadowing? I as, feel like as I you know, he played he played for thirteen years, two times Super Bowl MVP and four times Super Bowl winner, Terry Bradshaw. I read this story. Is it? Did they say how he came up with an alias Tom Brady, or he just like popped into his head one day? I think it just popped into his head. He just uh, it was. Wow. Like, I mean, it's kind of close to Bradshaw, kind of. I don't know, Brad. Bradshaw is B-R-A-D, and he just adds a Y. He took he, he replaced a Shaw with a Y. Another thing that's common knowledge you may or may not know is that uh, Duck Dynasty founder Phil <laughs> Robertson was the quarterback in front of Terry Bradshaw at Louisiana Tech. And the only reason that Bradshaw became QB1 is because Phil Robertson quit the football team because he wanted to be hunting more. 
That's kind of interesting. Phil Robertson was better than Terry Bradshaw in college at the Louisiana Tech University in Ruston, Louisiana, as you know. I just feel like before we leave, I need to give my alias. If we are, if you ever need to find me at a hotel, I go under the name Slim Dickens. So if you need to find me at a hotel, I'm Slim Dickens. Okay, well, I'm under the name Alata Pachina. <laughs> it's Alata Pachina. I'm Slim Dickens. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week on Sports Face.